So we have some of the most interesting, unique, and amazing meditations, I think, in the world. I mean, we have past life regression meditations, guided hypnosis meditations, Akashic record meditations, as well as healing meditations. Our meditations are pretty cool. And they're not just about stillness of mind and peace and sit there, hmm. I mean, we have those too, don't get me wrong, but these are about meditations that are going to shift and change and you're gonna walk out of there feeling lighter, freer, healed, and even getting guidance and insight. So come down, experience one of our meditations. They're pretty badass. Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today's guest uh, is a modern-day palmistryist, hand analysis, Lynn Jordan. And, you know, this this is going to be exciting because, you know, palmistry has been something that has always fascinated me, that people can look at your palms and know so many different aspects of your life. It's kind of like that deeper version of a fingerprint. So I'm excited to really learn. And I had the blessing of meeting Lynn a couple weeks ago and her looking at my palm briefly. And I was literally blown away. So welcome. I love that. Thank you so much. And thank you. It's, it's great to be here. Yes. Thanks. So I want to I want to hear how did you get into palmistry? And you know, a little bit about what your take on the definition of how you perceive palmistry. Great. Great question. So I am a hand analyst. Yes. And so to me, hand analysis is a modern take on traditional palmistry. Yes. And so, whereas traditional palmistry is predictive, um, mm-hmm. I am not someone who can tell you how many children you're going to have, how much money you're going to make, or if you're going to die in a foreign land. That's not, <laughs> that's not my purview. Okay. What I do do is I look at your hands in terms of looking at your gifts, your challenges, how to apply them to your daily life so that you can step into an experience that's just more in alignment with who you are like that. So it's almost like the blueprint of you and more of like a uh, like a personality aspects and, you know, influences that affect you as you're going through your life. That is a perfect distillation. Exactly. All right. Exactly. It is. People say some people say it's like a map of your life experience. People do use the term blueprint as well. That's exactly what it is. So you're your personality and your behaviors, like how you're going to do it out in the world. Yeah. yeah so it's so. kind of like, you know, when people do like handwriting analysis and they can, t- they can pinpoint personality and character aspects due to how somebody crosses their Y or their G, right? You know, or dots their I, you know, so it's like looking at these lines and saying, this is what's going on with somebody. And this is the type of person that they are fascinating. Exactly. And it's the lines, it's the shape of the hands, it's how your fingers are coming out of your palm. It can get really granular uh-huh. um, and which would be akin to where is the dot over the eye? Like where is, how do you close the G? It's that, that kind of same similar granular analysis. It's so fascinating to me that there's so much of our identity can be found in these aspects. Like it can be written within our hands and our palms and our fingertips, like yeah. literally. Yeah. And, you know, I was always fascinated. I took a couple handwriting analysis classes and like my my chin would drop because I could look at people's samples of, of, of writing and tell about their personality. And, you know, they would use that as profiling for like serial killers and different things like that because they could tell their behavior patterns based on their influences, based on how they write a letter you know it's it's fascinating isn't it so what got you into it in the first place um how did I get into it I was dragged I didn't believe in it I was the biggest skeptic but what ended up happening was um the way that the information was presented it is such a pragmatic and systematic approach Mm -hmm. to how you are wired and that really resonated with me so I became interested. You have more interest in it now than I did when I started. Wow. And then, um, and as I began to learn the different aspects of, um, 
of, of what was showing up, my life started to shift in a really amazing, beautiful way. So that's what, that's how I started studying it. So there's a one year uh, certification course, which I ended up taking. And then my teacher did a three year advanced study program, which I did. And then I did two years of postgraduate work with her there. So I did a six year study of, of this. And then I've, and I've been reading now for 20 years. That's a, you know, it's always fascinating to me about how people get on their journey of where they go, right? Yeah. You know, because it will be a gift that all of a sudden leads to this new set of knowledge and diving into this depth. You know, it's like almost like these uh, situations where occur time and time again when people like stumble upon one of their their true north nodes or uh, aspects in their life. And they actually, you know, whether it's a gift or whether they stumble into a store, whether they, you know, get a call or they have this impulse or they, you know, move to a different city, whatever that is, or they have a relationship that opens a door to a new possibility. But it's like they couldn't have planned it, nor would they have predicted, nor would they have thought that they would have ever did it if somebody suggested it, right? I love that too. And I hear that a lot as well. And Liberate Hollywood and the community that you're building, I'm sure you're learning all sorts of different perspectives from different people that way. Yeah, there's so many different as aspects like that. But I mean, especially the people that I find that really get to be that expert uh, level and that you know, really dive into the things that they do and become really good at those aspects. Most of the time when I hear their stories, it wasn't something that they would have ever predicted for themselves. It wasn't something that was even on their radar or, you know, any of that. And exactly. so that, that I, I find that that's, that's super interesting and also kind of par for the course for what I see is that okay, here you go, you go and you show up, you know, okay, fine, I'm not going to let this gift go to waste. And then before you know it, six years later, <laughs> you have all this studying and knowledge and you are a believer. Yes, I'm a believer. And then even after that, I still didn't want to be a hand reader when I grew up. I yeah. But the thing is that the way that it's presented is that it's in skill sets. So some skills you're born with, super easy for you to do. Other skills are the hardest thing in the world for you to do. You have your entire life to learn. All skills can be learned. Mm -hmm. So I've been taking that knowledge and applying it to pretty much all of the work that I've been doing. And so hand analysis has been weaving itself into all aspects of my life and all of the different types of work that I do. And that's beautiful. And so when no, you do, it. so when did you start like diving into looking at other people's palms, you know? Well, um, when you're in school, you have to read a hundred pair of hands in order to complete the first year. Okay. So, so by the end of the first year, I said, okay, there's something to this. If it's in your hand, it's in your life. I knew that. I like that. If it's in your hand, it's in your life. That's, it's true. And it'll show up in whatever way it shows up in whatever way that resonates with each individual person. And I took it just from there in any kind of like organic way that sounded like fun or interesting to me. Wow. So now are some of these aspects, can they be changed? Okay. Yes. So if you're, cause you know, you're talking about these personalities and characteristics of people. And a lot of times people want to shift because they're not happy with their self or what's showing up in their life or how they've been or, or respond to things. It's a great question. So yes, as it is, what's great is that it ends up being a transformational art. Okay. So as your life transform, everything in your hands can change except for the fingerprints. So lines can change, the shape of your hands can change. Um, one of the things that I love about this is that, and this goes back to the handwriting, is that if you imagine um, the cells that form your heart form your arms and your hands. Mm. So literally the hands are an extension of your heart. So if you think of it, the hands are the most outer expression of your heart, your core, or you can even say soul. And that's how you manipulate your soul in the outside world. Mm. At 14 weeks, I've read 14, they teach us 14 weeks in school, but I've also seen in other publications at 16 weeks in the womb, your fingerprints form. 
they that do, early. Yes. They do not change. And the fingerprints are what we look at as the imprint of what we would call the skill sets for your life or your life purpose or your life lesson, which is the, the hardest stuff that you are learning over the course of your life. Wow. So your fingerprints tell that. Yes. They tell your life lesson in that, you know, because it's heavy in a couple healing centers. That's one of the things that a lot of people uh, come in about is they feel like, well, what is my true lesson? What is mm -hmm. my purpose? What is my like, what am I supposed to be doing or learning or experiencing here on planet Earth? Right. 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 You know? Yes. And it's there and it's formed between 14 and 16 weeks. It's, you come in with it. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's like there in your fingers mm -hmm. as, as early as that. Mm -hmm. Wow, fascinating. You come in fully formed that way. Um, and then, so when people come to me with that question of what am I supposed to do here with your life, with my life, I do, I look at the fingerprints, but then I also look at the gifts. Like, what are the gifts that you just organically have that probably are not being utilized? Mm -hmm. So it feels like a challenge, like, oh, I'm not doing my gifts. So for every gift that you have that you're not utilizing... There is a penalty, which is which adds to the lesson. So there is the what I call like the densest version of your human experience, which is just the challenging hard stuff. And then there is the lightest version of your human experience, the lightest person, uh, the lightest version being feeling like you're in flow and the lightness, like, oh, this is what I'm here to do. And this, and it's easy and it's effortless. And you show up, you get paid for who you are, you go home. That's, that's, yeah. so there's that. And so, so um, I use that. I do that. So, you, so it's kind of like you help people awaken to what's possible for their life. And through that, that's probably what you meant when you said, like, when you started learning about your hands, everything in your life changed. 100%. Right? you can see, okay, well, this is what my gifts are. This is what my, my lessons are. This is what my gifts are. How do I utilize this more instead of fighting against that wave? And then saying, okay, well, I can choose to be in this more challenging life experience, or I can be choose to be in this more lighter life experience. Either way is okay. It's just how do you want to go through your life, right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to learn. I love that. I love that take on it. And but the thing that I would add to it from my perspective yeah. is um, sometimes you can choose, sometimes you can't choose. Even if you have the information, you can't make the choice of doing the higher thing. And that, and I honor that too, mm. because it's all part of a process. And everything, I don't feel that anything happens in an isolated way. So, so, um, so. When, um, so that it, it is all connected so that if you can make the choice to like go, oh, I can do something lighter. That's fantastic. But if you can't, if you do have the knowledge of like, yes, I am supposed to do self care, but I can't do it right now. I honor that too. Yeah. That's part of the process too. Well, it's part of the learning, right? Sometimes, we're, yes. sometimes we learn far more from our yes. struggles than we do from the ease and grace. So, sure. you know, like, sure. yeah. You have to go through it. You got to go through it. It's right. where, you know, right. it's just right. no, no judgment, right. you know? Right. And when you're ready, you, you will make that step. Yeah. Like that. That's how I look at it, at least. Okay. Yeah. So, the, so, and it's, and then, so you have these aspects that show up that are kind of your, your lessons that show mm -hmm. up in your palms. And then you have your gifts that show up in your, uh, uh, or your fingerprints are your life lessons. And then the gifts are, are they in the palms of your hand or where? Most of them. Okay. So there are 13 or 14, depending upon how many lines you have. And, uh, most of them are in your palm. They show up in lines. Uh, and, uh, I know one of them is at the end of your pinky finger. Um, Yes, like that. So cool. And then what mm -hmm. other things show up? What other th Well, when you're born, you are born basically with three major lines in your hand. And you know what? We, I could show this, but you know what, Christina, your hands show up better than mine do because your lines are deeper than mine. So, so when you are... I have these deep lines in my hands. Yes, she does. <laughs> um, so when you're born, you're born with three major lines in your hand. This one that goes around your, 
This one actually is clearer. This one that goes around your thumb. Mm -hmm. This one that starts here under your pointer finger or your Jupiter finger, and it goes across the middle of your palm. Mm. And then this one, which starts at the top, uh, which starts underneath your Mercury or your pinky fingers and ends either underneath your middle finger or Saturn finger or your Jupiter finger or your pointer finger. And that's the one, this is your heart line. So this line around here is called the lifeline. I look at that again, just in terms of skill sets, skill sets of eating, sleeping, breathing, moving, how we are in our body on the planet. That's yeah. just major life skills. This one in the middle, which I love to talk about too, is your uh, what we call your headline. It's how your, your brain processes information. And this is something that might resonate with you too. Can you see you have these friggin' long headlines that go all the way across your palm, which says to me, your brain is there to synthesize. It is there to solve interesting, complex problems. I it's think anybody that yeah. listens to my po po podcast probably can attest to that. It right. never stops thinking. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And processing, yeah. too. Because you have this a, a great ability to take in this information and process it and understand it. So that's, that's, I love talking about the headline. Now, the top line here is what we call the heart line. And we look at that to as to how each person would obtain emotional gratification when connecting with someone else mm. or to themselves. Beautiful. I, I like this because this is like the swimming in the ocean current because, you know, I always believe that like readings and things like that, they're so subject to change depending on, you know, what choices you do, right? And so this gives, this goes like the better of the landscape and says, okay, this is what's going to make you more fulfilled. This is what's going to show you different things. And uh, then it gives you knowledge that is power that you can make some shifts and changes on your life. If it works for you, yeah. If it resonates with you, yes, that's what can happen. In an ideal situation, that's what can happen. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Okay, so those are like the three ma major lines. And um, you said, do these, so these lines can even change over your lifetime too? I've seen it happen, absolutely. So I've seen clients come in with like a broken heart line. Mm. And what that means is that somewhere in their life, there was a trauma that made them like that, where they just got to a certain point of development in terms of communication or connection, and then it got abruptly stopped. So one client I'm thinking of in particular, we just worked on dropping into what he was feeling, dropping into what he was experiencing in the present moment, and just working this over and over and over again. And we printed him a year later, and he started to form a connection between the two broken places. And now he has a full heart line. So he's grew back his heart line through the hard dedication and work of dropping into really loving himself. That is so amazing. Yeah. So literally you can make things shift. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. And that's, I mean, and, and to see like the physiology of like your hand, like changing, you know, as a result of the healing work that is done internally is like, you know, what better way, you know, a picture and a picture a year later and you can see the difference, you know, like that's, yes. yeah. uh, yeah. uh, and and so with these 13 gifts, if we backtrack a little bit, mm -hmm. um, where are all those found? They're found in the fingerprints and in the hands? Yeah, mostly in the palm. Mostly in the palm. Actually, the way that your brain is, this is actually one of the gift markings. The way that your brain processes information is mm. one of the gift markings, which says to me that if you are not doing um, engaging work engaging your brain the way it's supposed to be engaged on a daily level, what will happen is your brain will start to obsess and try to look for problems to solve. Mm -hmm. And so um, it may affect the way you sleep, you may think, and oftentimes people will start to think about how to solve a problem in a relationship. Let me have me figure out the relationship. And so the brain starts to go into heart world. That's the most common mm. penalty. So so I give lots of homework assignments. So for people with, with brains like yours, 
and mine, and I'm certain a number of yours, is um, you'll know you're using your brain the right way when you drop in to solve something, you reemerge, you wonder where the time has gone. Mm-hmm. So it could be redoing a website. It could, it could be redesigning something. It could be anything. Now, yeah. no, you, like my, I'm, I'm built to solve problems. Like are. that, that's like, you know, give me tackle, tackle things, sh- share things with me. You know, let me tackle business problems, different things. I'll yeah. figure out. Do, 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 do. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. It's cool. It's called the synthesizer. That's perfect. Yeah. Now, if you are not lucky enough to be enabled, enabled, not, lucky enough to be able to engage your brain in the way that it's meant to, then I recommend things that will help it, like jigsaw puzzles or Sudoku or um, playing bridge online or something that will be about, so that will give your brain some satisfaction and it will translate into your nervous system as well. Yeah. So that's There's just nothing more satisfi- satisfying than figuring out all the Sudoku puzzles. I'm telling you, you there know, you like there you, go. you put it in and you're like, okay, it works. It works. It works. It works. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect example. Perfect example. Oh. Um, so, so yeah, so that's just one of many gift markings. So there, there's a whole set of gift markings that happen on this side of your hand, which, which, cor- which corresponds with the, um, more spiritual, more in, um, internal, more super sensitive um, under the surface side of you. Okay. And there's a whole set of gift markings there. There's a healer gift marking, which I suspect many of the people watching this or yeah. certainly the people that you have interviewed thus far had I'm in, sure, in yeah. your world. And that one's difficult to see visually because it, um, it requires... For me, usually it requires a magnifying glass and a flashlight. So, but what we're looking for, and I don't know if you're going to be able to see this. Let me see your other one. Okay. So just because I'm not seeing it on your hands does not mean that it's not going to resonate with you. I'm going to tell yeah, you what hey, it is. You know, I, I could, I could just be maybe more the brain solving healer, right? You know, right. No, if you identify as a healer and that is, wait, so, all right. So, all right. So we're, we're going to give it to you. There are these tiny vertical lines that are underneath and they're at the top of the palm directly underneath the pinky. And I don't know if you can see that, but they're tiny little vertical lines. Okay, these things? Yeah, even go further north. Yeah, right there. Like almost in the crease. Oh. See, they're hard to see. Oh, vertical. Yes, vertical. Oh, I was looking yeah, for horizontal. Tiny. Yep, super that vertical. That would help. Yep. Um, so what that says to me is that, and if this... Really what's important is like, does this resonate with you? If it resonates with you, that's all that matters. If it's in your hands, if it's in this marking, great. It might show up in a different way also. Yeah. So a, a healer is, healers have more to heal than the average bear. Mm. To the degree that people heal their own stuff is the degree that they can help other people heal. Yeah. So healers heal by example. Mm-hmm. So if you are taking on something and you're like, I'm going to take this on, it's not going to get me down, but actually it's a great opportunity for me to actually step into a fuller version of my truth, Mm -hmm. people will look at you and follow you in the same way. Mm. So that's what the healer gift marking is. Now, healers heal the best when they are in an intimate sexual relationship. And the reason is, when you are in an intimate sexual relationship, what needs to heal comes up. So whether, (laughs) right, fear of abandonment, fear of suffocation, fear, like whatever. And that's the opportunity to say to the current partner, um, or for your current partner to say to you, yeah, but I'm not your weird, creepy mailman. I'm not your uncle. I'm not that person. I'm not your weird, creepy mailman. <laughs> I'm, I am your current partner. Yeah. And that gives you an opportunity to go, right. What was happening in the past is not what's existing now. 
And then when you actually feel seen and heard, you will have the ability to drop into a deeper level of connection. So healers have this ability to go deep and have very deep emotional connections, which is why healers need to be paired up with other healers because if they, if they aren't, they're not going to feel safe or met. Yeah. So if you hang out with someone who's not a healer, they will say something to you like, well, can't you just stuff your feelings like I do? Like one of my ex-boyfriends said to me. <laughs> and the answer is no. Yeah. But then you have true deep connection mm-hmm. like that. So depth. Um, so that's, and there are a whole mess of healer, spiritual teacher gift markings there that we could talk about there too, which is about your connection to um, things that are much larger, that you are part of something that's much larger. So whether it's your connection to animals or children or other humans or the earth or trees or the environment, it's the connection of what you are part of much larger. And then you're able to, and understanding what we call God's rules for living or life and death. And being able to and, and being able to stay there and stand in that and be present in that and be able to teach from that place from basically just showing up and being who you are. Wow, like that. So there are many of those gifts. And then there is the the headline gifts as well that we were talking about. And then um, there's even a heartline gift where where you if you have it, then you are wired for unconditional love unconditional love for yourself and for someone else it's very rare how beautiful i wonder if like hugging saint alma would have that one (gasps) have you ever done that yeah oh my gosh what was your i have what was your experience with that the the first i've been a couple of times the first time it was like i i felt my knees and it was like shaky and you know it was pretty amazing you know and but that was amazing i went she hugged me i literally passed out and then I had to be brought up again. It was amazing. Oh, okay, so it was just so, so, like I didn't pass out, but I couldn't like move. Yeah. And then I had to get shepherded over. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I was like shaky. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. She's got to be having that line. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yes, she is definitely. She's got something going on. She's, she's, least, she's yeah. got some embodiment of unconditional love for sure. One hundred percent. And what other gifts do you see in people? So you see like this this heart, this mind gift. You see the spirit gift and this ability to connect or heal others. Do what other kind of gifts do you see pop up? I see. There is one that's called. Um, um, a message for the masses slash lines of genius. And what that means is, and see if this resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it means you have the ability to take huge amounts of information and distill it for the layman mm. like that. And you also have a message that people need to hear. Now, each individual person's message will be connected to the skill set that is the hardest thing for you to do in your life. That your that is your life, what we call your life lesson. It's the least evolved skill set that you are living and trudging around with and learning to integrate so that you can liberate Hollywood. Liberate yourself as you as you what, what's my 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 horrible skill set here that I need to liberate? <laughs> well, would you let me take a look? All right, I'm gonna look at some fingerprints now. It's but, not very much fun, but we'll see. No, but I mean you don't have to do all the gifts, but I was okay. saying the, the one thing okay. that I need to overcome. Alright, let's take a look. So I'm gonna say but things like, out loud and you're gonna memorize them. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Well, I think the camera will memorize it for me. Okay. Fair enough. So here we are. Uh, All right. I'm going to ask you to be a contortionist. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Make sure the camera's getting it. That's cool. Okay. Oh, of course, yours are unique. Of course. Why would I be expected anything else? All right. So we're going to call this, for our purposes, we're going to call it loop. I'm going to call this loop. I'm going to call this loop. I'm going to call this whirl, of course. 
What are you going to call? All right. And I'll, I'll explain what I'm doing in a second. Oh, by the way, you have message from NASA's lines of genius. So um, that's what's coming up on here. <laughs> Loop. Did that resonate for you when I said it? Yeah. Okay. What's happening over here? I'm going to ask you to be a contortionist again. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well. Well. There we go. Okay. So, okay. Okay. I got it. Right. So, uh, a lot of loops and a few whirls. That's right. <laughs> now, but the thing that we're going to, but which is the, the, the sucker, like the, uh, is going to be, <laughs> look at your face. Do, 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 do. Here we go, guys. But this is great information you know, and I use it in so many different ways. But so, this is why I wanted yeah. people to see because the benefit of how like knowing this information in a minute when I do, mm -hmm. it can be something that I, I, I focus on healing or fixing or overcoming so that I can be that instrument to give that message to the world. See? Fair enough. And I know I'm not going to tell you anything you don't already know. So this is just going to reinforce something you already know. So the skill set you have your entire life to learn is appropriate amount of responsibility. Mm. Does that resonate with you at all? Yeah. <laughs> so people with this skill set, I happen to share it with you, um, it, they either are overly responsible for things that have nothing at all to do with them, or... They take zero responsibility for things that are totally there, mm. like in their their fault or their yeah. wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say sandbox, but yes, yes. So that's what you have your whole life to learn. So, yeah. so it's connected. It's called the guilt lesson, mm. which means you feel just not the overly responsible or guilty for things that have nothing at all to do with you. So the way well, you have your whole life to learn or what you are learning, I'm certain you're in the yeah. process because you're so introspective and you do so much work on yourself. So I know that you're already doing this, but um, this is to ask myself, am I responsible for this? You're always going to say, yes, of course I am. But then it's to actually um, really learn what is my part? So what I did when I did this, I was like, I remember being in a job where I was just going so above and beyond. And I, and I sat at my desk and I asked myself, okay, Lynn, if I really drop into myself, how, what is my responsibility here? Like in my work, what, if I were to just drop in and signify with my using my hand, what is my responsibility in my job? And it was this. And that's okay. This is what I am paid to do. This is what my job description is. Now, Lynn, what responsibility are you taking on? What responsibility are you performing? And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so just to be able to do that and get that perspective yeah. was helpful. Mm -hmm. And then we could continue to have long conversations about what's helped me in terms of like learning to like go, oh, wait, I'm not going to apologize. Learning to not apologize. Yeah. So, I mean, I take on the responsibility of all my employees, all their life, all the different aspects, the different, you know, like it gets a little much. Of course it does. You know, of course it does. And what helps me a lot. Oh, what did I just break? Oh, nothing. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, what helps me a lot is... Um, Coming back to the idea of like my true responsibility, and I feel this on and for anybody on the planet is to shine my own light as brightly as I can. My true responsibility is to step into the highest version of Lynn Jordan. I get to be Lynn Jordan once. This is it. That in and of itself, the end. My responsibility is not to give someone else their light. My responsibility is not to shine for someone else so that they can shine. Mm. Does that resonate with yeah. you at all? Yeah. Yeah. And I f hopefully it resonates to the people that are listening too, because it is so true that each in each of us have this individual uh, footprint, handprint aspect, since we we'll put that in there, that if every single person could take on that, who am I supposed to be and how can I be the best version of myself? Yeah. You know, and they take that on for them first and foremost. And then, you know, it's not that they can't be courteous and, and loving and supportive towards others, but the need to do that in order to goes away. Right. Yeah. 
You know, you're on it. Beautiful. So what I use this for now is so like I have so I have a number of clients and I work with clients to help them step into work that feels really in alignment with who they are. And when we know what their lesson is, then we know we use the lesson as a gateway to receptivity. Yeah, because it sounds like it sounds like, you know, and I want I want to make sure everybody gets this. It sounds like, you know, you're using this as a framework and a guideline, and then you're really doing a lot of deep coaching work and transformational work with individuals, you know, to get them to those places. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. What I like to do is I like to sit, I like just to reflect back to someone what they just said. I say, I just want to make you sure that you feel seen and heard. And from mm-hmm. that place, then people are able to step more fully in, in the direction that's really right for them. So they could do it in their own organic way. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I yeah. love it. So then also, so then just because I was taking a peek at all of your fingerprints, um, the other, so fingerprints, very simple. There is a ranking system, which is why I know which is your least evolved skill set and what's your most evolved skill set. So the the ranking system of the least evolved skill set is the one that ranks the lowest. There are four basic types of of fingerprints. Um, And the highest ranked fingerprint, which the first one would be a whirl or a Uh composite. Um, And then the second highest rank is a loop. So you have a bunch of loops. But you have two whirls. And you have um, a whirl... Um, here on this finger, which says artist in the spotlight. Mm. You means your unique take on life. They, method, there is um, an audience for you. Applause, approval, and appreciation makes you feel like, yes, this is why I'm here. Like that. But you also have this maternal um, community leader also mm. skill set. So that makes you the mama artist in the spotlight, in a sense. <laughs> mama artist bear. <laughs> in a, in a, in one way. That's one way of looking at it. Does uh, that resonate with yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm like the mama bear for the shop and, right. you know, like, right. I'm always creating things. Well, let's look at this magnificent community that you've created yeah. here in Hollywood. Yeah. It's, it's remarkable what you've done here and bringing in all of the different traditions and, and perspectives and all of the different people and that you are creating community here. And that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the purpose. Thank you. Does that make sense? Yeah. So now then we're going to get to the next level, which is so the purpose and the lesson play with each other. Okay. They are, so sometimes purpose and lesson happen at the same time. Like, oh, things at Liberate Hollywood are going great, but I feel so guilty about having to do this or something like that can happen at the same yeah. time. Or you can have a version of your purpose. Like I am stepping into my artistry and I've got my community thriving and it feels good and everything's in flow. And then you get to your next level. And then the next day you could be like smack back in your lesson of like, man, <laughs> I feel horrible. I have to apologize. I I took up too much. I just did too much. I I overstepped. I you know. And then you'll be back. And then, but what's great about this for me is that when I can recognize I'm in my lesson, I can just say, "Oh, I'm in my lesson." Well, this feels horrible. And here's the kicker: whatever messages you get when you're in your lesson, they're not true. Mm-hmm. it's not it's not true yeah my it's, version because it's that old script that's just yep. running and so yep yep so your lesson's going to stick you right in your head and you're going to be thinking and thinking and thinking you're going to be like oh i have to figure this out i have to figure this out I have to figure this out. thinking and thinking and then you're going to be assigned i don't know what it is i don't know you well enough i don't know what happens in your head but you're going to be assigning all sorts of meaning to like how you're feeling and whatever it is and she says that she doesn't know me well enough. Oh I, I, second time I'm meeting her. This is just this is all textbook stuff. So, uh, but it's all in my head. It is kind of, but seriously. It yeah. is though. This is this is the fascinating aspect of it. Is that you know really this landscape and this stuff. You know, like Lynn doesn't know me. So you know to come up with and to see these different elements within my palms of these larger character attributes is 
you know, I hope those that are watching are being like, okay, this stuff is real and it has some legs, you know, that there's something to this. Uh, there is. There are legs. There's something to it. And if it resonates with you, great. And yeah. if it doesn't, great. That's how I, that's how I look at it. I, I feel like I throw out a whole bunch of information. Some of it's going to totally stick. Some of it might feel like you're talking about someone else and that's okay. Just take with you what works. Or like when you, it doesn't. when you got your first uh, reading, you said that you maybe took in like 40% of it. So like, you not know, even. some of it, it's like, you're not even receptive to it. But right. if you listen to it, it's like, uh, if for those who are watching, if you've ever uh, reread a book that you read once, maybe five years ago, 10 years ago, or rewatched the same movie five, 10 years later, you see different things or you read different passages because you are in your mind as an apparatus for absorption of what you can comprehend at that moment. And as you evolve, you are bound to see, hear, or absorb things differently. So, 100%. you know, if you're, you know, not fully open to hearing your character defects or these lessons or mm -hmm. these different aspects, or you're not really awakened to that could be a possibility of a gift because you're so far removed from your true identity, you're not going to hear it. Exactly. No, you're not going to be able to. But also that when you were talking, it made me think that um, what I like about this is that it is, it's a systematic, pragmatic approach. It's, um, and based in like a lot of academia. Yeah. And it is a great companion to things that are more esoteric, like mm. Akashic Records readings or, um, Reiki or all things that are, or, or tarot, you know. So, so this in combination can be like super powerful. And what I also like to do is I like to take, oh, I love this from Akashic Records. Oh, I love this from astrology. Oh, I love this from hand analysis and then create the smorgasbord of things that will really resonate with what feels the most supportive for me. Yeah. That's what I do. I love that. Okay. And when you work with people, you know, it's a, is it kind of like somebody comes in for one session and you work with them over a period of time so you can help transform their lives. Yes. And yes. And it's however it works for someone like that. Yeah. Actually, I really love to do groups. That's my favorite thing to do. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to do a couple group things here too. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yes. Yeah. We're going to start with a hand. Uh, we're going to start with a heartline workshop, um, which is, it, it happens around Valentine. Oh, wait, should I, should I, should yeah, I start? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to plug this now. Um, it happens around Valentine's day, but it's called the not a Valentine's day heartline gathering, which takes off the pressure of all sorts of Valentine's Day things. And what we do is we're I gonna, always say it's singles awareness day too. Singles awareness day. I love that. So I want to celebrate that. But also, it is a great opportunity for if you are partnered with someone, it's fun to have partners in there as well. Okay. So this is an okay. open thing to singles, mm -hmm. partners, everything in between. Yes. But, uh, and so what is this Heartline thing all about? So this is the little guy up on the top, right? That's right. It's the little guy up on the top. It starts underneath your pinky and goes across the top of your palm and ends either underneath your... Uh, middle finger or your pointer finger and it's going to either be straight or it's going to be curvy so it the origin point is under the pinky we are going to for the purpose of this workshop we're going to look at the destination point and sometimes it's harder to see than others. so what we're looking for is the organic slope of the line or if it's straight just the organic because sometimes it will branch off at the end. We want the longest, strongest ending of that line. So huh. if you were to imagine, and this is what we're going to do when, you know, I, I have visual aids. So, uh, as we're going to be doing this in the workshop, if you were to imagine, so the back of your hand, there are two knuckles, the uh -huh. front of your hand, the front of those knuckles make mounds or pads or mounts or mounds. I've seen it written both ways. If you were to imagine if there is a, a rectangle, if we were to, to draw a rectangle underneath both of these fingers uh -huh. and then dissecting it so that there are four destination points. Hi. So, and it's the left hand. Or you can do both. Okay. So that's a good point too. Right hand represents who you are out in the world. Hi, nice to meet you. Like Hi, that. Nice to meet nice you. To meet you. <laughs> That's right hand. Left hand represents who your close, close people get to see. Ah. So if you start to look at people's hands now, if you see that 
their right hands are different than their left hands. You know how sometimes you meet someone and then you get to know them and you get to know them really well and you're like, wow, they're kind of different than who I met initially. That's when the right hand and left hand will look different. But sometimes your right hand and your left hand look very similar and the same, which means that what you see is what you get. What you meet is what you get. What you see is not what you get with me. <laughs> I think I recognized that the last time I, I met you. Because this one goes all the way over here, okay. and then this one, like, stops right here. Okay. <laughs> well, I've got news for you. So, um, so for Christina, the first, so I'm, I'm taking, I'm dissecting, uh-huh. I'm creating a little box underneath Christina's fingers. And I'm going, which ones, and so, of course, Christina's branches at the end, which is normal. It goes up here, okay, and it gets sucked over. So, like that one goes all the way. Yeah, through. and this one is true. Yeah, okay, so, but actually, come back here a second. I'm gonna say, all right, I'm gonna throw two things out to you. You tell me what sounds the most resonant with resonates for you. Okay. Most. Okay. So there are four major heartline types. Uh huh. The first one that we're gonna talk about is the. See, you're complicated, so that's why I'm gonna try to distill it. Um, see, I'm just all messed up. No. <laughs> messed up? No. Doesn't fit into the normal box? Yes. Does that. Surprise you? <laughs> I'm a little weird, you know. Beat my old drum. <laughs> Definitely, just wired, wired in, which is like the perfect, the perfect way for you. So, yeah. um, when okay, we have four major heartlines. One is called the water heartline. It's when your heart, your line swoops up and ends underneath in the top quadrant underneath your pointer that's the top box here oh. now people with water heart lines they love to connect emotionally connect non-negotiable need to emotionally mm. connect what they bring is incredible sensitivity mm. and will probably know what someone's needs are before they might know themselves and will show up and offer their gifts in that way um, the challenge that comes with someone with a water heart line is knowing where they end and where the next person begins because mm. they want to take care of and they want like that. Yeah. And the challenge then is boundaries, knowing their boundaries. Mm. Right, put them to the side for one second. Then we have someone with an earth heart line. Earth heart line, which I love the most misunderstood heartline. It is straight, it is short. It starts underneath the pinky and it ends in the lower box underneath the middle finger. It is straight, it is a simple straight line like that. The person with the earth heartline needs a personal freedom. And then they can come out with their gift, which is loyalty. Mm. And the way that they show up is through action. So it's not through words, it's not through romance, it's not through wines and roses and th that. It's, oh, I saw that you needed a new computer battery. I got it. Happy Valentine's Day. Here is a computer battery. Like, like that. Because I love you, obviously. Like that's how they, they show up. Now, here's what happens. When someone who is um, has a an earth heart line and they do not get their own what we call cave time downtime they will show up and they will be and they're gonna want to like show up but they're not available mm. not available so then they can't really be there and hold and 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 and, and hold the space which is what earthy good earthies do and if an earth heart line is on someone who identifies as female it's Beautiful, but it's this awesome because it's a masculine trait gotcha. on a female identifying person. Is uh, they make great nurses, they make great teachers because they can hang out and they do not like drama, they do not like craziness, but they will be there and be loyal 
and want to please like mm. that. So I'm going to ask of those two heart lines, when someone gets close, close to you, which one I, do you resonate with more? When somebody gets close, close to me, probably more the water than the earth. Fair enough. There you go. Yeah. You know, like, cause I, I get, I'm more solve the issues normally for anybody. But if I get close to somebody, then I'm like, it's hard for me. I get intertwined and get a little bit too much involved in my partner. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, how does it feel to have that kind of earthy person to connect with? From my, me connecting to another earthy person, it feels good when it's a, it involved in business uh-huh. because then I know that they're loyal and dependable and no drama. Uh, it doesn't, right hand. it doesn't feel good with it's a relationship because I like more the lovey dovey, uh, hooey wooey type of, you know, <laughs> romance. I don't like, I, oh, I thought of you and I got you a battery, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I thought of you and here's your favorite flowers with these chocolate covered strawberries. And, you know, <laughs> that would be someone with an air heart line. So that would be line starts underneath the pinky. Goes also straight, straight, straight across and ends underneath the pointer finger. Under ah. here. That is the person who is when in re- in relationship can emotionally connects through meaning. Long talks. Super considerate. Literally considers every aspect, details, will create very elaborate plans. Mm. And is very romantic. Huh. Will take in what it is and listens and synthesizes. It's also it's the challenge and the challenge. Is so, to so if you guys hear that and anybody wants to be the 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 me being single, just know you have to be that heart line. <laughs> just easy. <laughs> It's a love connection uh, no, here. Not. The hand analysis. <laughs> oh, love is in the air. Oh, oh. Christina, I am excited. All right. So if someone shows up and actually takes this lady on a date and it works out, I want to hear all about it. Oh, okay. You can talk to me. We'll make up a really good plan. It'll be really fun. I haven't had that heart line. That's how I'm wired. Well, consider all the things that she loves. <laughs> oh. um, so, so there's that. So, um, but the challenge with someone with that heart line is to stay out of the head and and out of like figuring it out and dropping into actually, mm. yeah. which is why organically they would be connected to the one person we haven't talked about yet, who is the person we should have started with because they are super fiery and fast and fun. And that is the fire heart line, which starts again underneath the mercury finger, pinky finger, and swoops all the way up into the region on the top box underneath the middle finger. Ah. So that is someone whose non-negotiable need is passion. Their gift is vivaciousness. Which is why when they are paired up with someone who is super like thoughtful, they're like, get in the car. No, but we have to think about how we're going. No, we don't. Just get in the car and let's go. And that, th- those two gifts help balance each other gotcha. out in that, in that regard. Like so that. The, the fire needs to be fueled with the air. Yes. It's kind of in reality too, you know, fire right. needs air to. Right. Now I'm going to talk to something that you may or may not be able to resonate with. Okay. Most people who are fiery have been told that to be fiery is selfish. And so Mm. instead of learning vivaciousness and fun as connection, I mean, some people can do that. And some people are encouraged to do that like from, from their youth. And that's great. Most people were like, no, you can't pull it back. It's about the other relationship is about the other person first. So they learn to be watery. So here's what that looks like. Like, I am here. I'm really, but I want to know about you first. So they show up dampening their own passion so that they can be there. But it's something that it's like, it's not organic and it's inauthentic and you can feel it. Like someone who's like forcing themselves to be something that they're not when really what they need to do is be celebrated for their vivaciousness. 
which is what I would love to have that around me. That's really fun and scary for someone who has a, a long heartline like I have. So, um, so here's what actually happens. People's heartlines will actually start to be and grow and they're like, in their organic sense, become fiery, but with enough conditioning, they actually shift their course and end up in the water zone. Wow. It's called literally a bent fire heartline. It's a fire heartline that bends and ends up in the water zone. So it's like they uh, are not being true to their self. Not that they even know how. Here's uh, what, so Christina, I'm mean, the first to tell you, you have a bent, for, you have a bent fire heartline oh. in your right hand. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, you know, I needed a lot of passion in my <laughs> life, but then I was like, but I do identify with more of the water. But when you were yep. saying the passion one, I was like, that's like me first. It's romance and passion and this and that, but, and, and then, you know, but, you know, yeah. And that's okay. It's very common. Yeah. All of my closest friends have bent water heartlines. Now, I'm I like bent water heartline. Do you hear that, guys? It's great. I love Passion by the core, compassion by nature. It's so giving. <laughs> it's so giving. So, so here's, here's what it looks like. Here's the difference. So I'm going to show you the difference. Yeah. Someone who is organically a water heartline has, needs to, um, gives and that's how they connect. They mm. connect through giving. And then they're like, I gave. That felt fantastic. And they feel fulfilled. And they go away. People with bent water heart, <laughs> bent fire, bent fire heart lines look like this. I'm here. I'm going to give you something I know you're really going to like. Because if I really take care of you, you're going to come back and take care of me. You're going to give it back. I'm going to get it back. Does that resonate with you at all? True story, guys. I do have to say that that kind of resonates. Okay. And, that, and that's fine. And it's beautiful. Because literally every single one of my closest friends have bent, for water bent fire heartlines. So, and of course, I love them. They're my closest. So, here's, so I like to create systems. Here's one of the systems I've created. I have a six-step process to unbending the bent fire heartline. And here's what it looks like. We need to sign up. Okay. <laughs> number one, I notice I'm, number one, I'm giving something. I'm noticing I'm giving. It could be time. It could be, uh, it could be a beautiful crystal. Um, I'm, look, I'm, I'm giving something. Two, look at what I'm giving. Oh, I'm giving time or I'm giving something and you, so now we're going to start weaving these together. Someone with a guilt lesson is going to be giving a lot more than the average bear. So uh -huh. you're super overgiving. You're a super overgiver. Yes. I'm imagining. Yes. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know you. It's better to imagine. So, um, three, look at what I'm giving. Oh, we did that. That's number two. Three, ask myself, is this something I want for myself? Because I guarantee you, Whatever it is you're giving, you actually want for yourself. Ah. You actually need it for yourself. Mm. That's it. So this is how I know. So whenever my vent, I'm going to kind of out myself a little bit. Whenever my friends, my vet fire heartline people give me presents, I go, oh, this is what they want. Great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Birthday, next Christmas, Check. next birthday, next Check. holiday. <laughs> done. They have done my shopping for me. <laughs> so that's what I do. Be on the receiving end. Um, then the hardest part. Okay. Notice this stuff. Oh, look. Yeah, I really would love this candle. Stop. I stop myself from giving. And then I start to reverse the energetic flow. So... Because fire people, it's about them. So it really, the flow should be coming this way, but they've been trained that the flow, energetic flow is that way. So we're looking at what we're, we're, we stop it. And then this might make you puke, but you would say, you would say to someone, can I 
have this. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, okay. This is perfect. The perfect response. This is the perfect response. Exactly. Exactly. So just keep breathing. So just keep breathing. Okay. So it's let's. for me to have somebody buy me a coffee. <laughs> this is perfect. This is exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. Aww. So let's assume it's you and me. So okay. let's say you say to me, Lynn, I would love this beautiful heart crystal. And let's say I'm someone who can hear you and go, oh, great. Christina, I'd love to give this to you. <laughs> then the worst, hardest thing would be to... To receive it. <laughs> say thank you without dying. Yes. That would right? be the hardest thing. <laughs> That's the six steps to reversing the bent fire heart line. So I just want to recognize what oh, the experience you're oh, having geez, right now. You're giving me a I little anxiety. I understand. I totally get it. You don't have to do it. I know, but I should. I I I I need to be in the natural flow. It's I need okay. to reverse this weird bend. If I you get can, it. if you can, to the degree that you can. Yes. And it's a practice. Mm-hmm. And the more you practice it, yeah, what happens is your relationship to yourself totally changes. Mm. You're honoring your own needs. And oh my gosh, you're so friggin' brave to be able to ask for them and then to be able to stand and receive it. This is a literal life-changing process here. So I don't want to belittle it because I can yeah. make jokes about it. No, and I can keep no, it light, but, but, but honestly, this is really talking about changing your life. Well, and that's what I hope that people are getting with me being the guinea pig here is that looking at how the using the hands and analyzing your hands can lead to total transformation. And I think seeing this example of how I respond and where I'm at and where my natural rhythm should be and understanding that there's processes and steps. And I'm sure that you've designed processes and steps for so many of the different hindrances within people, you know, to, you know, and, or have this advice or understanding. So, you know, when somebody gets to work with you, whether in a group or one of these classes that you do or individually, they're really not only getting the knowledge and the insight of what you're able to decipher from their hands and their fingerprints, but the the knowledge and information of how to actually utilize that for power for transformation. It's thank you for saying that. And in the best case scenario, that is what happens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. People have to be ready. I mean, I'll, I'll work on it on small little module right. steps. Perfect. Things that are like, you know, okay, I would really like this coffee. Thank you very much. Okay, I'll work, I'll work on it that way. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So I love, so you have already, so you have your internal wisdom, right? So all of it, so what's coming up is coffee, right? So that's the, well, so yeah, let's I'm work. about coffee, you know, it's here, but that's you know. great. Fair enough. But that's what, that's the example you're using. Yeah. So I, if there is a mission, in case you choose to accept it, if you would like, start at just, just asking if people will give you some coffee. Yes. And just see what happens. I love that. See, see what happens to the degree that feels right for you in the way that feels right for you. I love it. (sighs) Thank you. Yeah. No, that's exciting. So this is the stuff I love. And clearly so good at it and amazing. And I hope that all those that are tuning in, you know, will find Lynn. Where can they find you? Oh, great. So I have a website that's called uh, yourlifeisinyourhands.com. How amazing, right? <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. my life is in my hands. She just deciphered it in yeah. front of all of you. So now you know my, 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 my fears, my hopes, my desires, my bent fire line, heart line there, you know, like, you know, everything, you know, yeah. even though my desired opposite heart line (laughs) so you know but through all of this you know like what a beautiful thing your life Mm -hmm. is in your hands Mm -hmm. right um so that's your website and then are you on social or anything too or you prefer just to direct them to your website uh website's great and um facebook page which is called lynn jordan hands Beautiful. And then here at uh, Liberate Hollywood, yes. if you're interested in exploring uh, how to uh, emotionally connect with someone else in a way that really feels good for you on uh, February 9th. Yeah. yeah. 
and we'll do a lot of other different workshops and things as well. So oh, I love that. You know, keep us uh, keep looking through our calendar and the different events and things that we'll have here. But it's been such a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. Thank it's, you. Me too. I mean, it's so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah, much. Yes, yes, yes. And until next time, everybody, thank you for joining. Thanks. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. Thinking that you want to take that action step, why wait? Book your session right now. Go to liberateyourself.com. Click on either Liberate Hollywood or Liberate Emporium. See our amazing practitioners and who resonates most with you. And then book a session via Skype, phone, or in person. We're here for you, and it's your time to start creating your life.